This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And our audio looks good, which is good because uh, we didn't test here. I'm going to just adjust ZD's microphone just a little okay. bit. Okay. How do I sound now? Well, you sound good. <laughs> I think I sound better than the last time we podcasted. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you think I sound yeah, better? Yeah, you were post-COVID. I was still... Yeah. Kind of, I've been, I've still been struggling a little bit. I'm um, still a unicorn. I haven't gotten it yet. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, she hasn't gotten COVID. Right. You did get a special no, arm tumor. I, you know? I had everything else. <laughs> what else. That's why I didn't get COVID <laughs> because I am pre-disastered. Yeah, you've like, <laughs> right, or something or something. Okay. ZD had written down in her notebook a while back that she wanted to talk about her personal t-shirt refashioning, and I think you mentioned it a couple episodes ago. We had a listener be like, I want ZD to talk more about that. Right. So ZD, idea, validated, and today we're, I'm just going to interview ZD about how she has been refashioning t-shirts for herself and what that process looks like for her. So I like the one I have on. <laughs> It looks really nice. That one looks really... Now, is that mine, or did you buy that for no, yourself? No, I think we both had one of these. Yeah, I don't know where mine is anymore. Yeah. Here, talk into your microphone more. Okay, okay, it, okay, okay. Well, I'm trying I'm, to make I'm, sure I, know, I, I know. haven't messed anything up. Okay, Sam Sam will let us know. I was fondling my t-shirt. Oh, you're... Okay. Discontinue fondling. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the t-shirt that ZD's wearing today, she's just cut like a notch in the neck. Because most t-shirts, I cannot stand the neck line of like, yeah it's like they I feel like that and they're not I mean they actually fit my neck it's it's my hormone situation I think that I want air there do you need one of those personal fan systems no I'm not wearing that because my okay. friend my friend wears one well she's just like I'm glad she's happy with it you're, you're not yeah. gonna wear one no I'm not wearing one I okay. will cut my clothes you're off and cut your clothes open okay yeah so Talk to us a little bit about, like, where from whence these T-shirts come. Well, I, you know, I've always kind of dabbled in this, even when I didn't know what I was even doing, like, as a teenager. Because say, when was that? When you yeah, that was, like, several centuries ago, like, to the last millennium. Um I know. It's really awful. It was a long time ago. I had ago. to give somebody my birth date. Um, yeah, but at least yours is still on the scroll, right? Well, well but but this person's very young, and oh. she needed my birth date. And I gave it to her. She's like, ew, you're old. Like, I mean, we were kidding with each right. other. And I was like, well, were you born in the thousands? Like, in the oh, right. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's gross. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like people born in the 2000s are like. They're 22. They're 20s. They're be, yeah, they're they in their 20s. Like, they're old. They're not well, five. <laughs> um. I told you about, I went to that one conditioning class 
it was it was at the pole studio. They uh-huh. had this like you know whatever conditioning class. It, I think it was supposed to be a limbering conditioning class. What? And you know you have to sign a release. Yeah. If they hurt you, it's you not won't their see fault. them. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they hand me this iPad, right? And they're like, fill this out. And then, you know, sign the bottom. It's it's a disclaimer and all this. And you had to put your birthday in, and mine wasn't there. It wasn't there. It, it just only wasn't. went to 1963. Maybe you weren't covered in their insurance Not, policy. So I just said, <laughs> I just, you just made me 10 just years younger. Oh, right. there you go. So there I, you I go. just, okay. you know, I decided I would just change my birthday. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and then it came to a stop, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, you know, I think those things should default to like not this year, you know. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you and you have to scroll. You can't put in the year. Yeah, you can't right. type in the year, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, maybe they think I'm too old to type in. Yeah, the year. That's right. So they, that I need to recognize my yeah. number instead of okay, remember so you, it or something. You've been refashioning clothing for a long time. Yeah, and and part of it, okay, I believe is because like I'm short. Sure. Okay. Um, actually, we just talked about this today about being how short. you used to be short. Or well, you... I used to be Sorry. short. And I still... So Simone Biles. Yeah. Okay. After she got her, you know, presidential freedom award or whatever, you know, her, her medal, and apparently she's the youngest one that ever. Oh, had is it. that right? Yeah. So she goes to get on the airplane, and they hand her a coloring book and pack of crayons, oh. and she says. No, thank you. I'm 25. <laughs> so anyway, she tweeted this and said, has anybody else had this? Who else has had this experience yeah. who is short? Short. Right? And, you know, immediately, you know, there's one specific story that comes to mind for me. But people were saying, yes, at my engagement party at the restaurant, they brought me a child's menu. You know, <laughs> things like, like all these things people were saying, you know. So when Hillary was in, what was it? Fifth grade, I think. Fifth or sixth. I can't remember because the school's kind of changed right there. Yeah. What they were doing. But anyway, they took them to a, like, five-day overnight camp. Mm-hmm. And they were allowed to bring a, you know, backpack on the bus and then, like, a certain size duffel bag. They told you what to pack and all that. And that went under the bus. So I'm holding Hillary's backpack while she's putting her, you know, under the bus bag, you know, where it goes in the pile. And this teacher comes up and tries to shove me on the bus. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. And she goes, no, you need to get on the bus now. We're, we're boarding the buses. And I said, I'm a parent. <laughs> but most of the kids were taller than me. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and, and I was like the same size. Well, in fact, my foot was probably smaller than most of their feet. You right. Know? So anyway, that, that's one of my, yes, because I'm short, you know. I got put at the child's table or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Or um, what you're so. saying is, you're basically Simone Biles. That, is what exactly? Yes. I'm that I little know. fire plug with yes. all those muscles, and everybody thought, yeah, I was a kid. But anyway, <laughs> so um, anyway, but it was pretty funny that you See, know. You've been so, podcasting on this topic for six minutes and forty five seconds. Okay. And we- <laughs> So, but it's about, right? Like the t-shirts, yeah. especially the length of them. Okay. Okay. So everybody hands out t-shirts now. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Because I was like, going to say, not to to beat a dead horse or anything, but you are, you know, however old you are, but the, the ubiquity of these t-shirts is 
sort of more like in the past 15, 20 years, right? Where it's like t-shirt right. this, I, t-shirt I do it much that. more. I do it much more now yeah. than I did. Yeah. I used to, well, first of all, t-shirts weren't as um, numerous. Well, that's why I said ubiquitous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> and, you know, the graphics weren't as easy yeah, to come yeah, by. Right. Like not everybody handed out a graphic so many t-shirt things. Yeah. You know, when you went someplace, but. You know, I was always, if I was doing retail, I was always hemming a skirt or hemming a pair of pants. Uh-huh. You know, even mm-hmm. hemming shorts because they looked funny on me. I looked like I, w- I would like was in like old man Bermudas. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Hanging down past my knees, like not fitting right. So, you know, I always hem things. Um, so T-shirts sort of, you know, like you said, probably the last 15 years. Well, on me. They're all, they're almost always what I call too long. Yeah, I I think they look like they don't belong on me uh-huh. because they're too long. They, and this will happen to a lot of people because they're making them long, and they're making them a unisex or a you know not specific gender, uh-huh. so that everybody can wear this one thing. Right, right. So. They're, they're generally too long for me. And the sleeves are quite long on me sometimes. Sometimes yeah. the sleeves were, are big and round and come all the way down to my elbow. Mm-hmm. So if I put this thing on, I feel like I look like I'm in a bag. And then, like, your armpit right. is hanging out. Right, if exactly. If you, like, put your arm out, like, sometimes. I, I look like know. I'm wearing, like, my older brother's shirt, you know, because I ran out of clean clothes or something. That, that's, that's what comes to mind to me, right? Yes. That I didn't do my laundry. <laughs> so I'm right. wearing somebody else's clothes. So anyway, I have sort of developed or have developed, you know, a few ways that I do things. So I put the shirt on. And here's the other thing. Now, if my husband does a lot of races, right? He yeah. does triathlons. Well, you always get a shirt. Oh, yeah. So he will open the shirt bag like and go, I wonder if this is for you or me. And he opens it up. And if he doesn't like it. Uh-huh. He immediately says, do you want it? Or if it has certain things on it, like if it has a pig on it, he gives it to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I like pigs, right? You like pigs. Right. Um, just, you know, if he, basically if he doesn't like it or he doesn't like the fabric or whatever, he'll say, do you want this one? Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or whatever. So, um, and he has a million, you know, because that's how many races he has run. Yeah. Run. So... The first thing I think usually when I put it on is I look at sleeve length and I look at the length of the shirt because yeah. that's most often the thing that is off for me. Sometimes it's actually the shoulders too, like the, right, like you know it's too wide. And yes, my husband and I wear the same size shirt, by the way. Right, <laughs> we both have a thirty-nine inch chest. <laughs> so anyway, um, which is smaller than my chest. Yes, but um. Anyway, so I will look at that, and I'll think, oh, you need to cut the sleeve off. You know, you probably need to make the sleeve shorter, and most often I do make the sleeve shorter. That is something that I do often. And the other thing is then the length of it. So the hem, I address the hem, and I, will, and I can address this in many ways. It needs to be shorter, but I also don't always cut it straight across like the T-shirt is. Right. Okay, so I might put slits up the sides, or I might do what we call a shirt tail hem, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes I'll do a shirt tail hem where it's like 
you know, shorter in the front and longer in the back. Or, you know, sometimes I have actually done a hem on an angle. Yeah. So one side is higher than the other. And then when I do all these things, I will do certain treatments. And this also addresses my neckline that usually I have to change. Because I can't stand to wear it if I don't change the neckline, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm just uncomfortable with that tight. Um, what is this? What kind of neck is this? Rit- well, is, is this, that a crew neck? I would call this is a crew that, neck. I think the, it's a crew neck. Crew neck is kind of just... Because it's right up to the base of your neck with a band on it. Yeah. Right. Kinda, I think it's a crew neck. I think that's right, too. <clears throat> so those are the three three specific things that I probably address right away. Is sleeve length shirt length and the shape of the neck yeah okay now if i have to change the uh you know where the sleeve is set Uh i may have to cut the sleeve out and reset it and i have done that many times and even sometimes i have to you know um take up the sides right so do you want to go into a little more detail on how you do the neckline before we take a break and come back to the sleeve and side seams and stuff so i have a couple of different necklines yeah and one of one of the ones i really like is what i would call like a ballet neck so it's kind of wide and open yep like so it dips down more in the front than like a boat neck but i do like a boat neck yeah boat necks boat necks are cool but sometimes they like get the little Right, and another thing. thing about a boat neck is sometimes I feel like I can't cut it in the shirt. Like it's, it's yeah, the it's, shirt is just doesn't not have working the right, right stuff. Yeah. like it's better from right. from the outside. But and I, then I like then, the ballet neckline. Yeah, I like the and I like the ballet neckline on me. Uh-huh. Like I like the way it looks. And sometimes I'll do more of a scoop, maybe a scoop. Sometimes I'll do a V. Um, I do think I like the way the V neckline looks on me. I have a problem with I always that sometimes I don't make it big enough and then I have to come back and do it again. I guess I'm afraid I'm going to make it too big because I don't want it to like come down into like my cleavage. So I think I make it too small. Okay, this is so funny and this is like it's not off topic, but you made this V-neck t-shirt one time and you wore it and I thought it looked very complimentary on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And someone said, no, "No. No, you looked you looked great. Everybody, you know what? Someone said you looked great." And then I put it on me. And on me, it looked like a scrub top. The oh. neckline looked higher on me uh-huh. cuz I think like I didn't have the amount of like boobs you have. You also have a bigger back. I have like a and, and like a larger kind mm-hmm. of like width of my chest uh-huh. and I was like I, so I like wearing V-neck stuff. Right. Like I will wear a V-neck. But, like, V-necks on me, I make them lower just, like, because of how my body is and how I like the stuff to right. look on me. But, like, I never liked – because you looked so cute in it. And I was like, I'm going to borrow that and wear it. And I remember trying it on up here and being like, I look like I'm about to go to my job at a nursing home because this yeah. looks like a scrub top on me. Well, and, so and, and the, other, the other – Funny, you know? The other neck that I will kind of do is – it's like a scooped V-neck. So it's got sort of, it's it's not, you know, it's I more like rounded and wide. Yep. And then it does go to a V. So it almost looks like the bottom of a heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I assume that you would still call that a V-neck, but it's more open. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? It's wider than your neck. So it yeah. sits wider on your shoulders. So that's the shape, right? But that is not the treatment. So... 
there are things I can do. I can bind it. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, like, I know. She's like rolling her <laughs> like, eyeballs around. Well, no, I was just like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, yes, that's the shape. And there are different ways to finish that neckline, right? right. Because there was a podcast uh, episode of this podcast way back in the day that was something like, just because you can make it out of a t-shirt doesn't mean you should. Because there used to be this trend in blogging where it was like, you can make this, but out of a t-shirt. You can make this, but out of a t-shirt. And I guess right. people have to have all these t-shirts laying Right, because people have right? too many t-shirts. And you can just like up and, you know, slice up your t-shirt. And it does work a yeah. lot of the time. It's okay, but ZD will finish hers off with. Well, and you can also just techniques. cut. You can have a raw edge, like yeah, you, you said, can. like Mallory knows and does and practices. You just cut the bottom off and let it go. Right? Bottoms are different than like <laughs> hems are different than necklines, right. though. You know, right? And go on. Well, go on. and no matter what, most of these T-shirts are not like high, high, high quality. Yeah. So you may have some stretching going on if you just cut it. I you just know. thought uh, someone needs to reach back out and validate this idea. How about, like, Mallory's justifications for all the shortcuts she takes <laughs> in sewing, where uh, I will finish a neckline, but I will leave a hem undone. Like, yes. Just... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, so yeah, so, you so finish I can, it off, I can bind it. You can bind so, it. So, you know, what people would just call sort of a regular T-shirt binding, right? A fold over. You know, and I will bind it. Sometimes with the fabric that I took off the hem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I will bind it, you know this, with a woven that's on the bias. Yeah, if it's big enough, right? If the hole's big enough for your, for your Right, head. and if I do that ballet neck, I can. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, because my head is only like 20 inches around or Well, whatever, I mean, a ballet right? neck is it's pretty big. It's pretty big, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So measure your head to make sure you can do this. But anyway, um, the other thing I do is I do have some raw neck treatments also. Okay. So I will cut the shape and I might cut, I or I have cut something off the bottom, right? And I will take a strip of that fabric off the bottom. Or sometimes I take what I've cut the hem. So I have two layers, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, and I actually... Leave the fold in there, and I will cut it off so I have this fold-over piece, and I will just lay it on top of the neckline. So raw edge, raw edge, raw edge uh -huh. is is on the neckline, right? On the it's like on the inside. Well, I shouldn't say the inside. The inside of the circle of the neck, the shape of the neck. How do I want to say it? But anyway, and I just I can zigzag that on. Or I like to um, use the cover stitch there, and I can add color if I want by flipping it over, and the bottom of the cover stitch is there. So I had, like, these layers. Yeah. And then when you launder it, they roll up. They fold up. It's yeah, they fun. rolled yeah. up, like, into this, like, funky little, you know, you got three little raw Curly layers. edges. Well, yeah. it's kind of funny because, you know, the reason you finish the neckline, if mm -hmm. like I think this is something people very new to sewing might not understand, right. and then it's something that the intermediate sewer will be like, yeah, I tried to just cut this V neckline and it didn't hold quite the shape over right. time, over right. wa wa wear and care, with laundering and, and putting it over your head yeah. and all so, that. But even that treatment that mom just said, where you just apply that other right. piece of fabric. Now she the stitches you named. 
We're mm-hmm. stretch stitches, yes. right? To allow the yes. fabric to move because the fabric now, is flexible. Now, I have done that with a bias of, um, you know, woven. Yeah, yeah, and, right. And it doesn't, so it doesn't have to stretch. No. If you're, it's big enough to go over your head. If it's big enough. Right. But you did that, and it's like you did, you're did. you leaving all these rudges here, but, like, just right. that extra stabilization, it really can keep the shape, you know? I have actually had people say, that is the cutest T-shirt, and I, I'll say, why? Because it's like, you know, says something like, like Carlisle triathlon on it or something. And they go, the neck of it. You know, what, how, how did it come that way? And I'm like, no, I did it myself. Now, I have seen more T-shirts being finished like that. Right. Have you seen them? Like the, the arms oh. will be. Uh, so you can do the arms one way. With uh-huh. it. You could do it that way, too. Or if you wanted to sort of mock that look, uh-huh. you turn it up to the outside. Yeah. Instead of turning the hem up to the inside, you can turn it up to the outside. You can cover stitch or zigzag stitch, whatever sort of stretchy stitch you want here, right? And then leave, but leave part, of, don't don't cover over the edge, right? You're leaving the edge to do its curly twirly yeah. thing. Yeah, so what I've seen on commercial t-shirts mm-hmm. is they'll take that fabric strip. And they don't put it on the. Uh, they don't put it so that it's on the right side. They put it just under. Oh, underneath. Okay, and, and you could do that too. And I've right. even seen like contrasting colors or something. Right. So it almost looks like it's a layered garment. Right. Okay. So you only get the two little furls. Okay. Instead right. of the three. But I've actually seen. And that and I do. A, I do. A, I do a lot where actually I'm getting three furls because so I'll get two furls on the inside and on the of the neckline yeah. and one furl on the outside. Yeah, so exactly. it's not co- – so all it is is a raw edge strip that I've stitched down, you know, around the neck. So nothing gets turned, nothing. It's just sort of like a, this piece of stabilizer. Yeah, yeah. You know. Now, you can do that with other trims and things if your trim will make the curve, mm-hmm. if your head is big and you know, the hole is big enough to go over your head. But I really – the other thing is is – Sometimes I'm working on two T-shirts at once, uh-huh. and I'll switch out the hem binding and put it on, you know, put that the hem as a binding on the neck on the other T-shirt. So I have a contrasting color. Yes. So um, that that happens. Now, so you know what you're do- what I'm doing here is I'm putting a point of interest that you don't see. On a regular T-shirt, yeah. And how it's finished. The other thing you can do is you can, you know, um, cut that neck shape, whatever you want it to be, put it through the serger, then fold it over and top stitch it. Yeah, with a, yeah, with a, a small zigzag. So I think that the, you know, the curved necklines I think are a little more friendly sometimes because mm-hmm. you don't have that V to deal with in That's the front, right. which That's can right. sometimes be a pain. Now, you did we did a zigzag broadcast on that, which you did a really nice demo on uh, putting a V-neck, right. V-neck uh, band right. on, on a T-shirt. I think that may have been the T-shirt. It looked like super cute on you. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Super stupid on yeah. me. Um, it was the black print with, and I with put the, the teal band. Teal band, and on I it. thought it looked. And I have since changed that neck band. Oh yeah, because well, I, I didn't like it. See, well, I thought yeah. it looked good on you. Okay, so those are ways to finish the neck band. Um, but I just want to say, uh, oh, and then I wanted to bring up, mom, if if someone isn't like just magic with the rotary cutter like you are and just right. knows where to cut, could they use an existing T-shirt? Exactly, maybe? use use the one like? that you are used to. Other 
otherwise, what I do is I match the shoulder, shoulder seams, you know, and I fold it down the middle back and the middle, the middle front. front. So center back, center front, basically, and I will cut a shape. Yeah. And usually I'm pretty good with that. I know. Or when you try it on. Mark like, it, yeah. You know, mark how low you want that to go and how wide you want that to go. And then also think about when you mark that. Just like you need to add seam allowance sometimes, this is this is a neckline right. or a hem allowance, however you want to think about that, you need to actually leave some more fabric than yes, you normally would. because you'll make the hole bigger. Yeah. Yes. And then you'll be like, oh, this is right. quite large. Right. It's larger than I wanted it to be. Right. Okay, so let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about like side seams and stuff. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Sewing out loud. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. All right. Let's talk about shaping the side seams, if there are any. Right. So your t-shirt. your t-shirt can be knitted in the round, and you won't have side seams. Is yours knitted in? Is that one knitted in the round? I think it is. Yeah. So it's like you don't have side seams. Right. Um, you have, they make it out of a tube. Yep. They a just tube take a big tube. Tubo fabric. So if you... If it is taken out of a tubo fabric, you don't have side seams, but it may still be too big. Or you may just want to shape it a little bit. Like, um, you know, sometimes mine just looks better if I take it in maybe a little bit right below my bust. Uh-huh. Because, especially, I think, because I have a size to accommodate my bust. That's what I have to accommodate, worry about accommodating. Yeah. 
Um, or the other thing is, is if the shirt is a little too tight at the bottom, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you can take the side seam out, right, and finish it off in whatever way you wish. But if you are in the round, you're going to have to decide how to make that slit. Now, generally, you make a slit up the side, or that's what people think. But, you know, you can make a slit up the back, too. Um, kind of like I did in Fun Home, where I just slid it up the yep. back and uh, yep. had it. Yep. That's how I made myself some room around the, right. or, the hip area. Or if you have added, like, a fabric to the neck. So I'm just thinking about um, one that I just actually finished not too long ago. And I had a, I wound up finishing the neck. With another band, I just made it a little bit bigger of a, of a neck, and I finished it with a band that was striped that had the cut. It was so funny because the print had all the colors of the graphic, uh huh, right? And of course, they weren't related anyway whatsoever. Plus, it had a little piece of metallic thread in it too. Oh, that's nice. So anyway, I put that on the bias that I did not need to do, except that I wanted the effect of the slant, of the. Uh, stripe. I didn't want the stripe going up and down or right or whatever. Or you know, sometimes I take a stripe fabric and I pick the color out of the stripe that I want to show, right? Or how you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So anyway, you could take a piece of that fabric, right, that you used on the neck, and you can put a godet, basically, right, which uh -huh. would be a triangle up the side or up the back, or a godet. Right? A go, a go oh, I see, I see. A go I see. Waiting for go <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so the, those are things you can do. Another thing you can do is you can bind that hem like you bound the neck. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, repeating your colors, repeating your techniques. And again, how we talked about the raw edge on the um, neck. We, we added some layers. You don't even have to ha add a layer on him. And didn't you just do that to something of Zelda's, her swim? Yeah. I, what I, in so the last, it wouldn't fold yeah. up well because it was yeah. like a quadruple 16 numbers. Yeah, it was going to be like 19 layers of fabric yeah. at one point yeah. or something. <laughs> um, it, was, it was like four quadruplets or something of a seam. And um, so Mallory just cut the hem and then you know, moved up, what, a half inch from the hem? Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah. And did a cover stitch uh -huh. upside down? No, no actually, you did, did right that so, one right side so, up. Okay. Yeah. But you can just zigzag that, or you can use whatever one of your stretch stitches and, you know, leave it that way. Yeah. So, you know, you can raw edge, and you can do that on the sleeves, right? So you can, you can change things. Now, the things I like about the hem is to not make it straight. Okay. Yeah, that's what you like. For to, for me, to that is like the least desirable for me. I really like a shirt tail hem. Um, you know, I like a high low hem. Maybe you tell the folks at home just like describe a shirt tail hem. I'm just thinking. Okay, so what if someone so if you know if you're thinking that? of a button down shirt, like a man's button down shirt, more than likely, but women's button down shirts have this too. But it. You know, this used to be considered the man style, right? In the olden days, everybody. I was going to say. The, in the olden days, now, you know, the ladies' blouses were cut. They didn't have shirts. They had blouses. Yeah, they were, right. Okay? They were cut off straight. Right. That's how you knew it was a ladies' garment. Now, is that, like, is that funny? 
<laughs> it is like really absurd. But anyway, I thought and, he used to like understand the reason for this, the reasoning behind well, yeah, it. Yeah, there used to be some, something about tucking it in or something. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever anyway. it was, it, absurd. It would be the word, right? So anyway, a man's shirt that was meant to be tucked in had a shirt tail hem, right? And so it was, you know, how do we describe this? It comes down lower in the front and then up on the side. There's like a pickup on the side. Right. And then back down, you know, around the, the bot, you know, your your rear end, it does that same, um, well, it, it's like a rounded shape. Like, what do we call that? Like a bib almost shape. Like, yeah, 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 sure. I'm trying to describe it. So that's what a shirt tail is. Now, and mom's applying this to a t-shirt. And it, right. Now, if the man's shirt was meant to be worn outside of his pants, right? Yeah. It was also straight. Yeah. Okay. So that was it. But a woman's was never, never had a shirt tail, right? Uh-huh. Because that was a man's shirt yes okay so honest to god this is the truth okay when i was in high school a boy could not wear a shirt outside of his pants if it had a shirt tail right it had to be cut off straight i think maybe that's just what i'm remembering okay and then if he they made him tuck his shirt in because he was wearing his shirt tail on the outside Uh right and he had belt loops in his pants and he did not have, have on a belt. He had to go to the office and get a belt. Now, that was the ridiculousness of the men's code, Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, they didn't make him kneel down and see if his skirt, you know, reached the floor <laughs> when he was, like, you know, on his knees. Or, I, you know, there were all these things about how, lo- how low the neckline went on. Your, I mean, women were just screwed. But anyway... Um, those things existed till I was out of high school. Yeah. Um, I feel like the dress codes, they weren't super strict when I was and this, um, there are still places across the country where this is the norm. I mean, and you know, uh, but now I feel like in our little town here, it's like, it's just much more free, free. It's much more relaxed. You know, they're used to, in a lot of, uh, schools, there was a code that you couldn't wear a graphic tee. Uh-huh. Just you can't wear a graphic tee and unless it's like your team sport or whatever. Right. And you know that was to control any any obscenities or mm-hmm. anything like that that might be on a tee. Yeah. So my sister-in-law actually, they started to you know let everybody wear graphic tees at their school, right? Uh huh. And she went out and she bought her boys some graphic tees. And my brother says, well, Linda, I don't think Tony's going to be able to wear that. And she goes, what's wrong with this shirt? And it was actually, if you looked at it, if you studied it and looked really close, it was somebody like flipping the bird. Oh, so she just like <laughs> didn't. She, no, she just know. didn't see that. Kind of like when I bought that pair of shoes yeah, and didn't said, realize yeah. it said love on yeah. it for like years or <laughs> Yeah, Mallory's sister goes, so you're going to wear your love shoes? And Mallory's like, what? what are you talking about? So everybody in the family knew that Mallory had these shoes that said love on them, except Mallory. <laughs> and I bought those shoes. Like I remember buying them. Bought them in Ireland. <laughs> It was a cool purchase. I used to buy, I used to like go to Europe and buy clothes. It used to be something I did. Uh, and, it, but like, 
the love was um, oriented so that the person looking at you could read right, the love. Right, and there were like some flowers. It was, like, it was a lacy. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Here's how stupid I was. <laughs> it was like this lacy applique that said love. Okay, and the O was a heart. There's all this lace around it. And I noticed that the shoes weren't symmetrical, right? They weren't a mirror image of each other. Because on the right foot, the right. love was like on the right outside and, you know, started with L, right? And because the L the... was on the left side of the shoe and every on the time. left yeah. foot, you know, the L was like started at the toe and went to the outside. And I was just like, mm, they just put this uh How fashionable of oh them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? And then finally, oh, are you going to wear love shoes? What are you talking about? Yeah, I felt... I felt really smart after that. Um, okay, so so we all we can make some love T-shirts. That's right. I want to bring up something about side seams on yeah. a T-shirt. So a few things. And how would you make a side seam well, in a shirt that didn't have one? That's not what I want to talk about oh. this moment. Okay. okay. What I want to talk about is you go to Ireland and buy one. Yeah. Go ahead. Just <laughs> and one side seam is no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. With a, with a, if you have a side seam on your T-shirt and it goes, there's two things I want to bring up. And if it goes straight up through the sleeve, you can just, like, alter to your heart's content. And what I do in that case is I turn the T-shirt inside out and I cut right along the stitching line with my rotary cutter and just get rid of the seam, you know, to then go in and make my stitching line up the t-shirt. Oh, I keep the seam. I do. it holds the I'm layers like, together. If, well, if I'm going up through the sleeve, if I'm doing, like, the whole oh, thing, yeah. sometimes I'll just cut it off. Uh-huh. Um, if it's, like, a big alteration. Yeah. All right. So then you could do the same thing. But you can do what you're talking about, you know. Um, actually, the wet ZD just said it's a better thing to do. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Wait. Everybody log that. No. She just said, ZD said the better thing yeah, to do. Just for, forget what I just said. Okay. Sam, do not edit that out. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So you can mark your shirt, though. But uh, mark your shirt and then, you know, sew it and then cut right. off the excess and finish it if you want to. But you can. You can. Like, if you're trying to make the sleeve shorter, just go straight up through that sleeve if you want to. Right. If you're not moving the sleeve. Um, but then, yeah, then if you don't have a side seam, don't don't cut it first. I want to say something just, else about yeah, side seams, and you go might ahead. not know that I do this. Yes. So some T-shirts. Probably not. Some T-shirts are not of the highest quality or the best knitted, the way they're knitted. And when you sew them or you take your serger to them, it will, the holes you poke to make the threads go through, right, uh-huh. will be too big. Uh, like, uh. like these will, like, pull out later. Okay? So what I tend to do is I, if I make a new side seam is I use a product or I use a piece of knit, right, that's usually yeah. finer than this, and I stick it in that side seam. Uh-huh. And it will keep it from pulling or fraying apart. Like maybe a little strip of our power shaper net that's power left shaper over net, or is, which of course I do all the time yeah. now since I discovered that I could. And I put that, that's what I put in the shoulders, of course, of everything now too. Right, right. Um, the other thing you can do is if you get a t shirt, and it might not be this graphic t shirt, it might be, I don't know. You, so you have a t shirt and the next two big. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You can gather it. Uh-huh. You can fold it over and make pleats in it and, and refinish the neckline like that or what. So that that would be taking fabric out, 
without, you know, cutting it out. So, sure. Um, and, you know, you can actually put darts in the neck. Or you can take it up at the shoulders. And we have done a couple episodes on, like, how to refashion a T-shirt if it's too small, how to refashion a T-shirt if it's too big, I right. think, is, is a couple episodes we've done. Um, so that's good to know. Is there anything else you want to add about your personal T-shirt refashioning journey? Hmm. Don't make it too small. Because <laughs> I've done that. But yeah. I have for other people. Um, someone got a gift one time. And it was, they they had had it, you know, they had their first baby. Uh-huh. So it said, it would have said like Mallory's dad yeah. on the t-shirt. Somebody had it made for them, right? You know, screen printed or whatever. And it did not fit. Like, did not fit. It was just so tight. You know, they could get it on, but they could not get it off hardly. It was so tight. So what I did is I just made like a racing stripe on this shirt. Yeah. And I I took, you know, I opened up the side seam or cut it off maybe, you know, if it was just surged or something. And I put a stripe all the way up the side and all the way, like Mallory said, just keep going up through the sleeve seam. Uh-huh. Because your side seam and your sleeve seam, usually Can be they, they almost yeah. always match. You've got like, you know, a... Um, a four seam okay, intersection. I think this is where I was thinking. If I'm going to do something like that, mm-hmm. if I'm going to add fabric to it mm-hmm. with the seam, uh-huh. if I need to get rid of the seam, this is me covering my butt, everybody. Right. Okay. I will just cut that seam away to right. add the right. racing stripe because, or whatever. Because it's not worth taking out. It, no. It'll only be, it'll probably just be a serge seam. And by the time you pick it out or get the right thread pulled and everything, you've got it, you're actually going to misshape the seam yeah yeah you are better off just rotary cutting that off if you can or i guess you can use the scissors everybody but that's where you can add a piece of fabric Uh uh-huh and people will do this on their kids clothes too oh yeah like a little kid oh well you know he's just a little bit bigger so i can you know do this and maybe a girl a lot of girls you just add a ruffle at the bottom too yeah yeah Yeah. zelda's really happy with that okay so yeah i'm covering my butt there i didn't mean if you were just going to take it in because then you definitely should just leave it sewn together while you read it the seam duh of course (laughs) and then but if you are going to add in some fabric and you need to open up that seam don't go through the so i would i would like to see some comments on like what people have to say like what they've done oh yeah yeah you know or Another thing for a kid is you take two T-shirts and make Make one. it into one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've done that. Okay, ZD. Well, thanks for sharing with us your T-shirt refashion process. Uh, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.